where we last left our heroes, they had made their hasty escape from the realm of Anarhan, the Twilight Eternal, where they were interned for their crimes against Egadon and the Ethereals, at least according to the gods. However, as they made their escape with the help of Luna, drawing upon their own life force to make their way to a new land, something strange happened. A familiar sensation for those who had once passed through the rift, entering Egadon for the first time. Something very similar happened here. And now, as each of you awake, there's the chirping of birds, a light, warm breeze on your face, the sound of swaying trees and a brisk wind. Mountains surround you all, as Vamak, Mick, Cad, Kelnies, Brynir, Val, and Rolandir wake up not too far away from each other on a series of small hills on a large grassy field. You can hear distant water from a stream or perhaps even a larger river, but for now it's still unclear. The land around you looks completely untamed and, for the most part, unfamiliar. Is Luna with us? Is she here? As Val looks around, you don't see Luna anywhere in your vicinity, though you do spot Mick and a larger figure a ways off, probably Cad. The others are out of your eyeline. What's the uh, magic situation in New Realm? Is there essence for me to draw on or no? There sure is. Oh, in yes. fact, it feels strange, like like it's supercharged. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, I will tentatively cast, like, hang on, let me find a cantrip. Fireball. <laughs> I'll cast a tentative fireball. <laughs> uh, I'll just do like a like a minor illusion of like a sparrow. It comes easily. Um, can I sending Luna and say, "Are you here? Did you make it?" You don't receive any response. No, Ugh, this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> Anybody else want to do anything? <laughs> Mick is starting to get up from a prone position and is gonna I, I don't know I'm gonna guess that it feels like he just like ran into a brick wall is that accurate that's how I feel in your description but I could be wrong you feel how you feel good so you said we're on little hills or whatever how close to each other are we you said Val could see like one person and then another person in the distance maybe Cad is that like the same for all of us can we only see like one person yeah well, Brynir's going to start heading towards the closest person that he can see. That would be Vamak. As Brynir approaches Vamak, what happened? What makes you think that I know? Obviously, we came through some sort of portal, and I do not recognize this place. All of the healing effects from being in the Twilight Eternal, are those still around? Does Vamak still have his eyes? You actually do, strangely enough. Any physical ailments that you were beset with seem to have been washed away. So going back to what Vamak was saying, it is obvious we have come through some sort of portal. And realizing that he still can see, it would appear that any sort of changes that were brought about in the Twilight Eternal have become permanent. We should regroup with the others. Are you sure we're not still there? Vamak is going to reach into his pouch and he's going to take out one of those glass shards from last time. Can he still see 
anything? Can he still see like the farmstead or anything like that? Whereas it used to be almost mirror-like, or I guess it was like a piece of a window peering through something. It's now completely opaque. I would say it is safe to assume that we are not there. But it feels as though we are not altogether removed from Egadon. This place is unfamiliar, but the connection to the essence that fuels our intent is still present. I would say it is even stronger than before. I'll take your word for it. Let's go find the others. Vamak and Brynir will start heading towards what looks to be Cad. And along the way, Vamak is going to try to use his tremor sense that he developed while he was blind to see if he can kind of scout out anything else in the perimeter. Roll perception. That was a natural 20. Your third eye opens. (laughs) (laughs) You do notice that these hills seem artificial. As if they are perhaps barrows of some kind. Though they're don't seem to be any visible entrances. This land around you does have some kind of familiar tinge to it, but you can't just place your finger on it right now. However, as Vamok and Brynir approach Cad, they see Mick and Val approaching from the other side, and then from a third point, another two figures, that of Kelnies and Rolandir, walking up. Rolandir, you're back! Yes, startlingly. What the hell happened back there? Did we pass then? Uh, How much time has gone by? It felt very short to me. To be honest, I have no idea. We just escape from that plane. Well, good that we did. And, you know, Rolander's taking count as well, looking around at these figures that he's coming upon. Where's Bartholomew? And he kind of starts scanning around, looking around as well. He is gone. Brynir looks a little somber. Val just pales. Did the gods have judgment for him, then? Of all of us? Not exactly. Well, perhaps a story for once we find a secure location. He's kind of taking in his surroundings for the first time now, really realizing these fields and where they are. Are they clothed, by the way? Because I think they were naked the last time he saw everyone. (laughs) You're actually wearing the last thing you remember wearing before you went into the Twilight Eternal. What was that? (laughs) Gorgeous. (laughs) I was in the middle of my shower. No! (laughs) Whoops! Your usual clothes and armor, cloaks and weapons. Oh, everything. Okay. How can we be sure that you are actually Brandir? That this is not some trick? I don't count it against you, Vamok, for thinking this could be some illusion of the gods. This place definitely has a different feel to it, but as you wish, test me. What can I do to prove my actuality to you? Okay, first, V-Man is going to look Rolandier up and down. Now that my eyeballs are back, baby, I've got Witch Sight as one of my Eldritch invocations, which allows me to see through illusions. It's actually just a filter, like a Snapchat filter that puts like a witch's hat on on everyone. (laughs) Seems legit. Puts a little cartoon cat (laughs) on your shoulder. What a great Eldritch invocation, Snapchat filter. (laughs) Is it an illusion? A magical illusion or a shape changer. 
I don't want no freaking doppelganger infiltrating our ranks. It's Rolandir. Okay. There does not seem to be any magic around you. At least, nothing, hopefully, of the evil or ill intent kind. But I still can't figure out how exactly, one, I was relieved of my burden, but how you all got out of there as well, and again, as I said, what felt like such a short amount of time. You can thank Luna for that. Where is she? I I don't know. She didn't... She's not here. I tried to message her. She didn't respond. Do you think the gods have her? I hope not. She wouldn't have let herself be captured. Did you watch her go through the portal? She said she had to be last. That will nod. Perhaps she's somewhere else in this world. Or wherever we are. Well, Kelnier speaks up. Those cliffs over there would look a bit more inviting than whatever the hell valley we're in now. I'd like to get a good vantage point. And she starts hoofing it east. Yes, I agree. We shouldn't dally out here, because who knows what else might be here. And Rolandier takes off after. The mock will look at them, start following, and then say, Vakos, and his good old trusty vulture sidekick appears. And he sends him up into the air to get a better lay of the land. Brainier's going to follow. Val will summon the Archbishop and send her up with Vakos and follow Brynir. Yeah, Mick follows as well. Cad will bring up the very rear. Suspect. <laughs> <laughs> with Kelnias and Rolandier near the front of this procession, you start to make your way off these barrow hills and into a more flat plain that leads to this river or stream. It, Kind of a mix between the two. It ebbs and flows, it widens and narrows, and there's a good place where you can ford it, pretty close by. Kelnius just gives Rolandir a look and says, Well, doesn't this all feel a little strange? Like, I've seen this all before. Kelnius, I have a difficult time partitioning out what strangeness is different or the same as other strangeness we've encountered this far, but... Regardless, I, I do agree with that, actually. it, it It's... <sighs> Despite everything we've been through so far, this feels somehow unique. And Rolander kind of puts his hand down into the stream as, uh, as they approach it and uses it to kind of splash into his face a couple times, washing it, and takes a look around. I know I said we could probably wait until tonight, but I, I really... There's this piece of me that just needs to know, what happened to Barty? He's dead. Was it a a battle, a fight, something that was attacking you all? We saw some kind of vision. I don't really remember too well. My mind just being here is a little messed up, but there was something, a campsite. I think we saw his son, and then this bear... But the bear was Barty. Long story short, I think he murdered his son and wiped his own memory and then lived out in the woods or something when we found him. I didn't catch the big gist of it. He went mad, and there was no saving him. So our choices were to either leave him or to end his suffering. We chose the latter. You see this kind of like initial shock in Rolandier's eyes, and then his face just kind of settles into this general understanding. Well, although it's something that 
I hope I could never bring myself to do it. <laughs> it is something that I am afraid I have already displayed would need to be done, and <sighs> we shan't dwell on it. But if nothing else, I think you all did make the right choice given that circumstance. He, he did seem troubled, at least the last time I saw him. Hopefully he's found some measure of peace and his soul isn't here, lingering with these equally troubled gods. It was me, if you wish to know. It seems, Rilandia, regardless of what happened, that Barty chose his fate long before we made that decision. And he kind of side uh, glances at Val, gives a little smile. Val does not smile back. <laughs> I I assume so. Well, it isn't like a, ha yeah, Val. <laughs> It's oh like no, a, yeah, it's still this is this is not a thing Val is inclined to smile about. No, I get that. It's, <laughs> yeah. Seeing and hearing this from Val, Rolandier again just kinda of this time looks a little bit out up the river and back down and nods his head a couple times and then just says, I think we should keep going. And he ventures on across. As you step into the water, roll a dexterity saving throw. All right, dexterity saving throw. That is going to be a 24. You are pinned as a trap shoots up and sticks to your foot. It's a simple snare. It doesn't cause you any pain. Well, it causes you a bit of pain, but it doesn't damage you, I should say. It's underneath the surface of the water, right? Yes, the surface of the water being like six inches. Yeah, okay, yeah, not that far. You know, initially recoiling a bit, he tries to pull his foot out of it. Does it give, or does he take it out of the water with him? No, it is firmly planted in there. Kelniace draws her short swords, looking all around. Can I dimension door Verlandir out of it? <laughs> I, I would say save the spell slot, but as Val. Yeah, well, don't, you don't need to tell me to save spell slots, man. <laughs> so his initial impression, Verlandir reels back a little bit, realizes that, you know, it's firmly planted there, and he does, you know, in the meantime, whatever anyone else is doing, he's going to try to just pry it open with his brute strength. The multitude of you hear hooves approaching, and quickly, both from where you came from and the tree line in front of you. I'm going to dimension door him out of there. I don't. <laughs> I'm not wasting time <laughs> on this. All right. Where, where do you bring Rolander with your dimension door? Just like five feet away from where he was before out of the river. Okay. From the Barrow Hills behind you, four horses appear, as well as from the tree line, six more. Atop them, some kind of rangers. Browns and greens, a lot of natural, subdued colors, each of them holding different types of bows, arrows at their hips, ready to knock. And we are, like, surrounded? Yes. Nice. Four behind you, six in front. But they are keeping their distance. If there is a spokesperson among us, perhaps we should try to resolve this peacefully. I will speak for us, I suppose. And what do we have here? Mick addresses the group and kind of looks around uh, to these horsemen. Two of the riders from the group of six come forward and then stop around 20 feet or so from you, both of them wielding blades. Very quick note, Vamok would like to ready an action that if any of these guys get like more than 10 feet close to us, he's going to try to use intent to create a wall of earth like coming up from the ground to separate us from them. Very well. One of them looks like a Talic man, the other one a Talic woman. The man speaks up, 
and he says, You know that you are trespassing. Oh, please, I, I, I apologize on behalf of our group. Let's just say that we sort of landed here accidentally. We're actually not sure where we are. Could you help us out of this land? The woman's horse kind of trots, uh, clopping back and forth. It seems kind of riled up by your presence. As she pats its neck, she glares at you, Mick, and she says, The veil is off limits to all. How did you get here? Um, like I said, we kind of just ended up here. Let's just say that. I can't give you the particulars. Apologies, but if you can give me the particulars of how to get out of here, that would be wonderful. Rolander would like to attempt another history check or whatever check you decide to think back to, one, who this land really belongs to, I'm assuming Taylor people, and two, who may be like, if it's prone to bandits or a passing ground for militaries or something like that. He just wants to know a little bit more about the people who frequent this land. Very well. You may attempt a history check. Ooh, almost a one. Um, that's a 16. Looking about... Though where you came from is markedly different. This river seems to be new. The trees and whatnot are not all in the same places as when you spent some time here before. However, it's the little outcropping, the little passageway through those narrow mountains ahead that now comes into your memory, where at first you looked down into this valley from there when you first arrived in the New World. You are without a doubt standing within the Yellowford Vale, but not as you knew it. <laughs> the woman, again, is like gripping the reins of her horse as it whinnies and just like gives out big, agitated breaths. And she says to Mick, Perhaps then a night behind bars will loosen your tongues. No, no, please, I, I apologize. Uh, my friend here is, I think, simply a little embarrassed. You see, we were taken... By night, by a group of bandits, or perhaps this group of ne'er-do-wells who came out of this land a while ago, they overpowered us. We were not, we're not used to being so over, overwhelmed with force, and they dragged us out here. We were barely able to escape the next night, and we collapsed from our own exhaustion around here. We're simply looking for a way to get out. It, we had hoped to make our way through the Yellowford Vale and hopefully to the nearest city by by next nightfall, but it's actually fortunate that you found us. Ne'er do wells. There is no one here that was... You're going to need to roll deception. Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a 12. Yeah, you... No. <laughs> the woman looks at the man beside her and says, Cedric, bind them. And he gives a hand signal and the horsemen on either side of you begin to clop closer no no please that won't be necessary uh, you must forgive us i can't remember that's why i can't give you the details amnesia am i right please you're all carrying weapons you're decked out quite handsomely in armor and sings that would brand you bandits in any other part of the land well thank you i'm flattered by that compliment but if you, you should not be you're going to spend the night in shackles. And who are you? My name is Raya of Heket. Is that familiar to Mick at all? Nope. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and making a marked effort to keep his hand away from his weapon, 
Rolandir still addressing this lead spokeswoman from their group. Raya, I must admit I was a bit hasty to come up with that, as you so markedly pointed out. Terrible tale of what actually happened. The truth is, we are here on, well, shall I say, higher errand. And I don't think it will be towards anyone's benefit for you to either take us in, in chains, or for us to leave you here on the ground. Is that a threat? No. Merely a statement. For you see, I am the godborn of Sindor, and this, he says, pointing to Val... Oh no. <laughs> is the godborn of Yakuda. And pointing at Vamak, the godborn of Tentavir. Now, understandably, this is perhaps a taller tale than the one which I first told you, but I assure you it is a truer one. Now, if you wish to help us on our path, we would gladly accept it, but we must be on our way. You speak nonsense. Cedric binds him. And the horsemen move forward again, within 10 feet. So, Vamak, if you want to make that intent roll. Oh, I would. It's like 17 on the d20, and 32 on the d100. So, describe this wall that you envision. Is it just one piece, or is it kind of surrounding you, circular? It's like a circle of earth that comes up. It's pretty straight on the sides, right? So it's not like a mound, but it is It is like a wall. And just kind of encircles us, and it goes up, and it separates us from them. Though you are able to pull the earth into this formation, it only rises about waist height. We're <laughs> <laughs> in a small well. The horses easily step over this slight barrier. And so now all ten horsemen are within your perimeter of that wall. Should I teleport us somewhere? The woman who's been identified as Raya says, Please do not attempt anything further. Just come quietly. It will all be easier for you. You can answer some questions, and we can send you on your way and slap you with a handsome fine. All you want is money. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a town or settlement nearby where you'll take us? I already mentioned Heket. Ah, yes. Sorry, memory's a little shoddy from... Doesn't matter. Uh, Looking around to the group, I suppose it could do us no harm to go with you. You do not plan to kill us. You will be jailed, as is the law. You have broken the law. Why is it forbidden to travel in this veil that you speak of? It is a preserve. Only assigned rangers are allowed here, and you are not such... If you do not wish us death, then I have no problem going with you. You will relinquish all of your weapons immediately. Yeah, Rolandier takes off his sword from his belt and lays it on the ground in front of him. The mock will toss his magic shield and sickle a little ways, not at them, right, but at the ground in front of them. A few of these rangers go around collecting your weapons. Brynir is unwilling to part with his axe. No. He, he just looks at them. I keep the axe. The one called Cedric, who seems to have something that looks like a lycal, though it looks to be more of like an injection device, though it appears empty, says, it would be better for you if you would just cooperate. Brynjör, you let them have it. It'll be a day and then we'll be on our way. It is cursed. He cannot let go of it. Son, if you do not relinquish your weapon, we will be forced to take drastic measures. I won't use it on you. He looks back at Raya 
and she rolls her eyes and she just kind of nods toward Brynir. And then Cedric holds out his palm and he says, may I see your hand, please? Sure. And he gives him his hand. And he takes this lycal looking thing and just puts it on the top of your hand and then squeezes it. And a little thing just like jets into your skin and and you feel a sharp prick. What was that? What did you do to him? And he looks at you and he says, oh, nothing yet. But, and as you see this glass vial encased within this housing, this little drop of your blood mixes with this other fluid that's in there. It looked like it was empty, but it was actually just this clear fluid. And then he turns a few dials on the ends of this contraption, and it kind of just flashes blue for a second, and Brynir falls unconscious. Well, none of us are carrying him, so you're going to have to put him on one of your horses there. (laughs) We do not mind. However, the rest of you will also submit... And other rangers pull out these lycal contraptions mm. for the rest of you. Mm. Rangers a little squirmish about needles. Uh. Yeah, he lets them. Cad looks a little uneasy at this. What exactly do these do besides knocking us out? Oh, nothing. Uh, well, many things, depending on what we want from them. If you do not cause trouble, there will be no trouble. And... What about after you let us go? You will be released. Yes, but that, he says, pointing to one of them. Does that stick with us? Your criminals. <laughs> From this point on, it will be placed with your record. Great. <sighs> and Relander just sighs. Does everyone submit to being spiked, as they called it? That will submit. Yeah, I guess Mick will submit. For all the others... They turn a few dials on the end, and there's a brief flash of yellow as the blood and this fluid mixes. And for those who can use intent, you feel suddenly cut off from the essence of Egadon. Hate that. Should have teleported us away. Should have. In the following journey, you are then made to walk to the borders of the Yellowford Vale and up the switchback trails that lead to the rocky plateau from where out you can see the entire thing. For those who are familiar with the Vale, being just Rumlandir, Vamok, and Mick, you do see the familiarity now, but also how much it's been changed. The settlement of Yellowford seems to have never existed. A large lake that was there in your time is completely gone, replaced with these barrow hills and these rolling fields of hills. And you're let out the other side. It was right in the crisp morning that you arrived, and now it's just in the afternoon as you are at the base of the other side of the mountains that border the Yellowford Vale, into the fell proper. And it's another one, two hours of walking. It's nearing probably 4 or 5 p.m., as you do reach the town of Heket, which is identified by some convenient signage. But this place did not exist when you were here last either. It's quite bustling, and there are many other citizens going around, lots of market stalls set up, lots of people you know, finishing their different tasks for the day before settling in for the evening, and a lot of these rangers, it would seem. It kind of looks like this might be their main outpost and a very large command center type structure in place of a town hall dwarfs the rest of these buildings. Do we spot anybody that is from the old world? No. However, what is strange is that you see 
Felish, Talik, Ymeric, Demlik, Elvkin, Elvaret, and Mazkin, all coexisting. Suspicious. <laughs> As you're brought into the command center, you're put through the usual rigors of, you know, having a criminal record made. Get fingerprinted. <laughs> Paperwork. Well, they, 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 they fingerprint us, but, like, they don't have any computers to check it against, so they just got, like, a bunch of fingerprint cards now. <laughs> <laughs> they have to have a guy go by one by one. Does it match any? Is Rinier still unconscious, or did he? Did they wake him up at some point? Nope. Throughout the entire process, Brynir remains unconscious, and they get his information from Rolandir. Please tell me you used a made-up name like Gentry. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Rolandir totally makes everything up for Brynir. Afterward, however, you are all corralled into a sort of enclosure. Not in the center part of town, but just offset of the command center itself. These outside coops and cages where a few other vagrants seem to have residence. You're each put into separate cells. It's a large kind of grid structure. And it's at this point that the day has waned. This woman, Raya, the ranger who apprehended you in the Yellowford Vale, comes up once more as she left you during this process. And she says, Perhaps in the morning we can talk and have a more civilized conversation. You can clear your heads, and without all those weapons weighing you down, perhaps your minds will find the correct answers next time. I bid you good night. She turns on her heel, and she heads inside. And then she stops herself, holding up a finger, goes, ah! And she looks through a satchel that she has, takes out one of these Lycal contraptions, twists a knob, and Brynir <gasps> is back to consciousness. What happened? Uh, we got ourselves into a situation we could have easily avoided. So are we, like, how, how close is everyone? Just real quick for my, like, we basically, can we talk to everyone? You're in, like, a three-by-three three grid of cells. Okay, but, like, just separate from everyone. Like, they are they are their own, like, little individual paddocks. The whole thing is like a five by five, but you're just the uppermost six and one of the corners. Is there like a guard patrolling around the perimeter of these cages? Uh, no, there is not. Um, any sort of uh, materials on the floor? Any, any, anything left over? Is it pretty well kept, clean, swept? It is very humane. I mean, it's still a dirt floor, but uh, you know, you have a bedroll each. Though for those taller, it may be a little cramped. Roland, you're kind of relaxing in the corner of his cell, sees Vamok, you know, brushing things aside on the floor, just kind of looking around. Vamok, don't even waste your time. We'll be out of here in the morning. I do not know if you remember Rolandir, but some time ago we were in a place very similar to this, and it did not end so well for us then. There is something off about this place. I remember Rift Wardens inhabiting this valley. And now I look around and I see all manner of humans living together. And not only that, but also all manner of kin. There is something off about this. And there has been something off about this whole world ever since we came here. It is not... I cannot put my finger on it. But I am sure I am not the only one who has felt this. He says, looking, uh, raising an eyebrow and looking over at Val. Val's definitely paying attention to this conversation. He will nod in agreement. As you guys are just sitting there and talking, a young man walks in. Uh, he is definitely younger than all of you. 
uh, he walks in and he is carrying two trays full of gruel and he says ah well friends dinner is served (laughs) (laughs) yes gruel wait how how young is this guy He's probably around the same age as Valvin, maybe not. He's, less. He's, he's around the same age. Difficult to see. We already know how that goes for Val. Well, don't get <laughs> oh, your wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, gosh. Who are you? Oh, my friend, I am uh, Dominique. It is an absolute pleasure. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Wait, first, let me get you this food. I had to pay the guard so much just to talk to you, but you made such a, a big stir that they understood my curiosity. Uh, I, I brought some for everyone. Uh, it is prison, though, so... The, the food is only so-so. The food is of no concern to me. Are you not hungry? I can take his. <laughs> <laughs> and, no, I mean, I, I didn't bring any for me, and so if there's one of you that has no interest in eating, I, I, I will join you. I, I would never pass up a, a, a bad I, meal, it, in this case. It, 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 <sighs> And then, like, <laughs> Vamak, he sighs and he looks as if he is almost going through something in his head. And then he says, thank you for the food. <laughs> that is impressive that you got him to thank you on your very first encounter with him. You should consider ah. yourself lucky. I didn't see why not. He seems like a perfectly reasonable person. Uh, you are welcome here. Uh, I'm, I'm, I ate already, so you know, no need for more. What is it that you would like to ask us? Oh, uh, I noticed something when you are arriving. Uh, Are you from here? From this valley? No. Uh, Are you from this world? This is Egadon, is it not? Yes, yes, of course, but... um, Let's put it this way. If I were from here, I would say, oh, there is a riven, an omen born, a cool born, a shell, and an ember among you. But to me, it feels like those are the wrong words for you all. I didn't understand a single thing you just said. Ah. Okay, let's make this more simple. In turning to Mick, Mick, you have the form of what exactly at this moment? My usual Talic form. Okay. Um, then turning to Mick, he says, Okay, so my question really is this. Are you Embered or are you Talic? I am Talic, of course. Okay, then you and me are on the same page. Because if you ask any of them out there, you are Embered. If you ask me, you are Talic. So, are you from here or no? Well... No, we're not from here, of course not. We're just traveling by and became criminals in the process, I suppose. Kelniace is, you know, kind of leaning up against the bars, like, him and I, pointing to Vamok, what would you call us, then? Uh, you all would be good, but are you also with the... Oh, so it's everyone's... No, I'm so sorry. Uh, that's why I still have two bolts. I honestly thought I just counted wrong. Excuse me. And he turns and hands the balls. <laughs> it's quite all right. I am not in the mood for eating, but where we're from, we're called Mazkin. Is that? I'm sorry. What? A cold what? Cold born? Cold born. You see, where I am from, you would be called a Mazkin. 
Though, to be honest, I have never seen one of you. So, you are much less ugly than the, 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 the pictures I have seen in books. How is it that you came to be here? How is it that you came to be here? I woke up here six weeks ago. I have no idea why. I'm very glad that I didn't wake up inside that valley. Apparently, that would have been bad. <laughs> I was in the city, and I have made my way here. And what are your memories before now? Um, unpleasant. Were you in the Twilight Eternal? I uh, no. I was. I, have you ever heard of the university at the mainstay? I have. Yeah. Uh, I was there. Uh, kind of. I I was underneath it. Underneath it. I was hiding uh, from some, and he looks visibly uh, uncomfortable. He definitely feels like he's repulsed. He has a, a look of repulsion on his face. And he says, some uh, magisters. <laughs> I think we're going to get along just fine, this one and us. <laughs> Why don't come nightfall, you let us out of here, and perhaps we can find somewhere that we can talk a little more openly. Are you the only one of your sort? Uh, the only one who is not uh, currently dead at my hands. Yes. Um, oh, 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 it, oh. It was, sorry, sorry. Uh, that was that was poorly stated. Sorry, I, I, that came across so so wrong. No, uh, it, it was a magister, uh, and ah. he is now dead. Uh, that that is what happened. It's not that it, uh, that helped me make some friends here among the guards. Um, they are just as unpleasant here as they are there, though thankfully lacking such a influential uh, position, so uh, much easier to take care of. But um, I think you overestimate my ability to uh, get you out. I, I can speak on your behalf, but uh, we are merely friends. I had to pay my friend very, very much. <laughs> Almost everything I have to talk to you now. I no, do not know if I could get him, get you all out. I, I, I can speak on your behalf. Is there a way you could obtain those devices? The ones that they pricked our blood with? Oh, you were spiked? Oh, oh. I, um, uh, we, we need to, uh, make plans. I, 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 okay. And quietly, he's he's really close. He's been kind of looking at everyone, but he gets really close to Vermont now and speaking very quietly. He says, to be honest, I was thinking about getting you all out of here. I thought maybe it wouldn't be so bad to lose my connections here if I could just bring all of you. Uh, but unfortunately, if you are spiked, this is a significantly bigger problem. Um, they are obviously not open to the public. We will need to, to plan and to think those devices are immensely powerful. I'm, I'm really happy the Magisters did not have them in. Now, since we've already started things off perhaps on the wrong foot with these folks, is there any means or methods that you've seen by which someone can become unspiked? I know that the lady back there quite sternly said it is on a record for well, what sounded like good, but surely there's got to be some way of Redemption or paying one's fines, and like I said, we do that too. They are uh, surprisingly just people. I have been very impressed by their abilities and their decisions on uh, courts and these things. Um, 
but I also have never seen anyone foolish enough to go into the Yellowfell Vale. That's the one place that <laughs> people here are very uncomfortable with. So I've never seen someone be unspiked. Not that I know that many people who are spiked. So my I have six weeks here. I do not know so much more than you. However, I think that um, the chances of you getting out are high. The chances of you being returned without the spike, I, I, I honestly cannot say. I do not know. You hear a swift rapping kind of on the side of the command center, uh, on the corner away from these, you know, paddocks. And there's a guard and he says, Dominic, that's enough for tonight. Very well, but you will keep your promise. No, I can see them again tomorrow. That is fine. They will be released and they will have an appointment made and you may see them then. So long as their bail is paid. And uh, Dominic, he just, he looks around and says, I need to go. Uh, I will try to pay the bail or something. I Again, it took almost everything I had just to get in here, but I will see what I can do. Don't make any trouble. I, that would be much worse for you. And uh, at this point for me, because I decided to talk to you. And he turns to leave. Wait a moment. Just one last question. Uh, Kelney Ace leaning against the bars, like peering through at Dominic. Why do you care? It's more because six weeks ago I woke up and I was suddenly no longer Thalic. I was in bed. So it's nice to see someone. Thalic, Felish, honestly, even Keen. It's a comfort to to me. Kelney Ace just like hmm, gives you a nod and steps back. Does Dominic walk away then? Yeah, he, he'll walk away. Well, if they plan to release us, it seems stupid to put up a fight now. Yes, but if what he says is true, it sounds like these spikes are going to be very important to get in our control before we have any chance of getting actually out of here. Absolutely, but in terms of the jails that we are currently sitting in, if we make a fuss now, they will not be letting us go anywhere. I could not have said it any better myself. And Vamak will lay down to go to bed. I feel like there will be a similar problem with the money, but we shall see. Well, I don't know about the rest of you, but I suggest we get out of here. And a mage hand slowly opens up Nick's cell door. <laughs>